Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis. I am so excited to be here today. This is episode 60, and today I have my friend and actual business coach, Jenny Melrose, and I am super excited to talk about um, habits with her because this is uh, an area I've talked a little bit about already um, and an area I really want to dive into with you guys. Uh, Jenny, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, tell everybody first, like a little bit what, what you do, just because I think it's very relevant to um, this conversation and relevant to what I actually talked about on another habits episode. Absolutely. Um, so my website is jennymelrose.com. I'm also a podcaster over at Influencer Entrepreneurs, but I work with female entrepreneurs to help them really understand and grow their businesses online so that if they're looking for social media help, they're looking to understand how they can start to scale their business. I'm their go-to girl. I started off online back in 2011, I want to say, with a lifestyle blog called The Melrose Family, where I created quick and easy recipes and projects for busy parents. I was also at that time an inner city school district teacher, and I had a newborn. So life was busy and crazy, um, but that site was able to grow and replace my teaching salary, and then I was able to sell it for six figures and really turn into my passion again of being able to teach. But instead of having chairs thrown at me now, I could have an adult conversation with someone and be able to help women really move their businesses forward. That's awesome. And, um, this it's your knowledge has helped so many people, including myself, um, which kind of gets me into this conversation about, uh, just like habits in life, because I, my last episode, when I talked about, um, habits, I talked a lot about how, if, we aren't in our place of wellness that we want to be. It's really hard to excel in the areas of life that we want to excel in business. It being one of them being a main one for me actually um, is the area of life that I really want to excel in. And I know that when I'm not in a good place um, wellness wise, it's, you know, I struggle with it. So when it comes to habits, I know Jenny that you have recently, I've noticed such a huge change with a habit for you with exercise And I think just that's awesome. Um, But the important piece to this is sharing with people your history when it comes to exercise. (laughs) How far back do we get? No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So for me, I think I'm very much a routine oriented person. Um, If you give me that I need to do this, this, and this every day, I'm going to do it. And if you tell me what time I need to do it and how many times I need to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, I grew up playing sports all throughout high school. I was a three sport athlete. And then I went on to college and played two sports in college. So I was very used to being in the gym, having a routine, having to go to practice every single day, regardless of what time of morning it was or late at night. And because of that, um, when I left college, it was hard to like, not have that structure and not really have someone telling you you need to be at practice at this time and doing this and doing all the things to keep my body kind of in the shape that it was. Now, obviously college was 20. I'm now 40 something. My body has changed quite a bit. 
Um, over the years though, the way that I have exercised and the way that I have done certain things, I've kind of gone on this like almost roller coaster kind of journey. I feel like there were times in my life where I was gung ho and focused. Um, and then there were times where I had babies and it was hard to get in time to be able to exercise and run. When I was in my um, late twenties, my husband and I were trying to have our first daughter or first child, I should say, um, ended up being a daughter, of course, obviously. But the doctor told me at that time that I was overweight and that was why I couldn't get pregnant. And I was definitely bigger than I was. I think I might've been a size eight though. I wasn't ginormous. Um, I'm five, four. So her thing was you need to lose weight. I said, okay, fine. I want this baby. I, we've been trying long enough for this. I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to start to run. So I decided to train for a marathon because you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. Um, and that actually gave me the structure back that I was used to in college because you got on a running program. You had to run so many miles in a week and you gradually were able to build up to the amount of miles that you had to run. Um, I ran the marathon and lost, dropped a ton of weight, got pretty, probably the smallest I had been. And then of course, when I went back to the doctor, she turned around and told me, Oh no, you lost too much weight. So it was really fun. But, um, my love of running kind of like has again, gone through seasons. Once we were finally able to have babies, I wasn't able to run the way that I used to. Um, and my body had also changed. I think the first time I ran a 5k after having babies, I was like, oh my God, why does it feel like I just peed myself? What is going on right now? Um, your body changes and the things that you're able to do and aren't able to do are very different. Um, so yeah, I think that when it comes to having that habit and being able to kind of like fall into it, just an everyday expectation. It's so much easier for me. And I mean, that's, you know, I think human nature too, is when you have that structure, it makes it easier, but you know, it's what's important to realize is that just because you were this college athlete, it still has been a struggle to like, you know, it doesn't just cause you're this like amazing and you were an amazing college athlete. It's not like, um, you know, some, so many people think maybe they look at these college athletes and, oh, you know, they just have it in great. It's easy for them. And it's not necessarily true. You know, creating habits is a, is an up and down continuum and you can go move forward and backward depending on life. Um, so it's, it's something that people need to know that, um, just cause you did something in your past doesn't mean it's, you're not going to struggle and, and that's okay. You know, it's not, you know, if you struggle with it, it doesn't mean it's time to give up. And it just, it's, that's okay. This is the season of life, like you said. Um, so recently you have really worked hard at getting exercise back into your life as a habit. And I mean, I remember you telling me once when you were away for the weekend that you even worked out in the hotel. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Like that is, I mean, that's crazy. Like that's such, it's become such a habit that it, you felt like it was something you needed to quickly get in, like even when you were gone, which is, you know, which is awesome. Um, what made you like, I know the, the, the up and down has happened a lot, but what made you want to finally say, I need to make this a habit into my life? Like there's, you know, no more up and down. Like I need to make this happen. Yeah. So for me, before I turned 40, I had, so the marathon I ran, I think I was 29 and right before I turned 40, I decided I'm going to run a half marathon before I turned 40. So the summer before I turned 40, 
the, I ran a half marathon and then I stopped with the working out and let everything kind of go back to like, whatever. Well, I turned 40 and then COVID hit three months later. So there was a lot of tumultuous kind of feelings and things that were going on and the stress was through the roof. Um, we, at that time also in the middle of COVID, as you know, we bought a new house and moved and got COVID from our movers. Um, and I needed to start to feel healthy and also notice that now being 41, my body had changed the way that the, I used to react to certain foods that I could eat or the workouts that I used to be able to do were very different. So I started doing some research and looking and seeing, and the thing that kept coming back over and over again was that using weights to work out and having a program that was weight oriented would help someone that was over 40. And since I have that background of being an athlete, like I grew up in the weight room and that was part of our regimen. That was part of what was expected to be done. Um, so for me, it just made sense to go to a program that kind of used that. And I did, that was what I started incorporating it. I used Beachbody, I subscribed there and I have done 80 day obsession. Now, I think three or four times through and my weights just progressively get heavier and I get stronger. Um, I get more defined, but it's not to me about doing the 80 days. It's having someone go going through having consistency for the workouts and then just making it part of my everyday. And like you said, like I work out Monday through Saturday. I usually go for a walk on Sunday with the dog, but we, I definitely have had to travel. I actually had to go home to New York and drove 12 hours to get there. And I was packing up my stuff before I left. And I said to my husband, I was like, do you think they're going to make fun of me if I pack my weights? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's your parents. Like they grew up with you doing that kind of crap all throughout high school and college. No, they're not going to think it's funny. So of course that's exactly what I did. I packed my 2015 and 10 pound dumbbells, my yoga mat and my sliders and all my things. And I pulled them out of my car, like the day of when I went to go work out and my dad's like, what are you moving in? And I'm like, no, 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 I just got to do my workout. He goes, okay. And then he comes through and he's like, you've been in here for a long time. You're about 30 minutes in. How much longer you got? Said, oh, this one's about 55 minutes. I got a little bit longer, dad. Good God, you're going to kill yourself. You know, the <laughs> Stuff. aren't you a little too old for all this um coming from a man who at 65 was still playing full court basketball so <laughs> hmm, wonder um, where you got it weird yeah, it runs in the genes um so yeah it definitely has just I feel better when I do it I know that like when my frustration I have girls that are once going to middle school um they are tweens and there are lots of attitudes that fly around and I can feel my frustration kind of build especially in the mornings and when we are heading back to school. Um, so for me, working out relieves all of that so that I can kind of get myself centered and be able to focus on my clients and not any of the frustration that happens in the morning or in the afternoon, whenever it might be. And I love the thing that actually like popped out at me when you were saying all that is that you grew up like being in the weight room, you're comfortable with that. And when you did the research to what, you know, works for you, when you saw the weights, you automatically connected with that. And so it was something that you knew that you would like. And that's like, I think what's so important is that we find that what works for us 
you know, like somebody who loves to swim, perhaps that's going to be the way you move. Like I, and I too, like I do weight workouts as well. Um, I have connected a lot with yoga. And so now I kind of incorporate, you know, both into my life. But when you saw that, Hey, weights, you know, is a good thing. And you were so used to running, but then you went back to the weights. It felt a comfortable place for you to be. It wasn't, you know, something that you had to start from ground zero because it's not something you ever did before. Right. Yes. And it helped that, of course, I could start to see some of the, I could not only see the difference in the amount of what I was able to hold from, you know, one month to the next month and what I was able to do, but I could also start to see more definition. Like it's almost like it's muscle memory. It just went back. Like someone said to me recently, your shoulders are ridiculous. And I said, that was the first thing that popped. Like, I think I was a month in and already there was definition in my shoulders. And I have a friend who also was doing some workouts and she's like, we're doing the same thing. We're eating the same way. Why do you look like that? There's so much definition in certain places on you. I'm like, well, let's be honest. You have the flat abs. I will never have that. That's just not part of the way that my body is built. So I think like you said, knowing your body, knowing what works well for you and what you can handle. And like, she stopped doing it after probably a couple of weeks and said, this is not the right fit for me. I don't enjoy this. Right. Well, and that's, you know, the, the important thing is, um, yeah, the way we look, but more importantly, it's how you feel inside. And, and, um, you know, even as a, I'll be 44 soon. Um, God, I'm old. Um, even as a 40 something year old person, like I know the, you know, they do say like lifting weights or whatever is, you know, so important and good. And that's like a main thing you should do. However, for me, I like to the lift the weights, but it's more of like a few times a week. Like it's not something that I do every single day because I really connect and resonate with the yoga. And I've actually recently started running again. I used to be a huge runner. I used to run. I mean, after I had my second within that first year, I ran three half marathons and triple crowned, you know, like, so running was a big part of my life and I lost it for a while. And actually with my neighbor crew, like we started a little running club. And so we run, I run again, one to two times a week, which um, I love bringing that back in. And I found that I'm in a place where I resonate with so different workouts, but I like the change um, versus doing the same thing. So it a hundred percent has to be something that you resonate with in order to make it a habit in your life or else you won't. Um, So other than, so you said you saw the physical changes, which is awesome. And like, you're right, the muscle memory, it definitely comes back quicker. Um, And also we're all built differently. You know, I, like you said, like, I mean, I have the flat abs, but I will never have, you know, the, the long lean legs. That's just not the way I was built. I'm five feet tall. Um, And it's important to be okay with who we are and celebrate what we love about ourselves, you know, and. Yeah. I mean, the definition in your legs and arms is like insane. Um, I definitely would not want to be with you in a dark alley. That's for sure. Um, (laughs) At least if you're not on my side, I would like you to have you by my side in a dark alley. I just would not want to meet you on the other side. Um, What other changes did you see as far as like overall, like what positive things that has come from making this like a daily habit now? For me, I feel more centered. I feel, you know, the endorphins that I get from working out really, really help me. And it's funny that you talk about the running because I'm lifting weights and I've started incorporating a little bit of running back into it just probably the last two weeks. And it's something that I kind of, of course I did my research again and they always say run first, then work out. And I'm doing it opposite because 
that's what works best for me mentally. And the dog is trained to know that he gets to go out after I do my workout. So now he gets to go for a run with me, which is definitely helping his amount of energy. Um, <laughs> and also like he's dead asleep underneath me where normally he'd be like trying to climb on me right now. Um, so, but it's helping me just kind of have that kind of that balance that there's still crazy things going on. And there's always, you know, it's just life in general. And I think when I work out, I'm a happier person. I make better decisions that are not from an emotional place. It's more, I take a couple seconds because I'm not as cranky. <laughs> I make a better choice. Yeah. I hear you on that one. Um, me, not you. <laughs> um, but yes, it's, that's, and that's the important thing is that like, sometimes when when we work on the, when we have these habits in our life that help our overall wellness, it's, it's not just that area that you're seeing results in, you know, that happiness, those decisions, those, you know, the way you're functioning, it, it spills into so many other places like parenthood, running your business, your relationship with your spouse. I mean, it's true. Like it is, it's true that it's not just, um, for the point of looking a certain way, you know, weighing a certain amount. It's just in general. Um, do you, think, did it take you, I, and I know you have the experience we talked about of like being, you know, athletic and whatever, but do you think that that helped, uh, create this habit, like shorter or do you, did it still take you some time since you were out of it for so long? No. And for me, it's not necessarily because I was an athlete. I think it's because I'm on a schedule. If you can give me a schedule, you can give me a routine, like 80 day obsession for through Beachbody, they have a routine. You do this, 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 these days of the week. I could tell you what, I know exactly what workout I'm doing the next day. Um, I know what, how many, cause I've done it now so many different times. Um, but I, it's just that routine for me more than anything else. I think that was why running worked so well for me because I couldn't just go out to run. No, 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 no it had to be tied to a training program. And when I did that first marathon at like 28, 29, I trained for the marathon in a month and a half. Um, so of course you did. Wasn't, wasn't smart by any means. Um, but it worked cause I had a, per I didn't, also didn't have kids at that time. So it was like, totally yeah. awesome. I could go out for freaking two and a half hour run and it was no big right. deal. Yeah. Um, whereas like now that's just, that's not, still something that it's not even something I want to do anymore. I'm too old. My knees are too old. Yeah. Well, and it just, like you said, it's not something you want to do anymore. And that's the important piece. Whereas like, I mean, I know too with, I was part of a gym and I never, ever, ever. And I told lots of people, there's no way I can work out at home. As soon as COVID's over, I'm running back to the gym. Well, my gym is open again and I'm not there. Um, I, my count is still on hold for many reasons. But what I found is that now that I have all three kids finally back in school and I'm trying to run my business, um, I'm just more successful doing my workouts at home, getting up early, but not so early. When I went to the gym, I'd be up at like five or five 30 to get to a six o'clock class, you know? Um, and now it's like, I get an extra hour of sleep, which as you know, like I need my sleep or else I'm a cranky nightmare. Um, and getting up and doing those workouts in the morning, it's just, it shapes time. And sometimes if I, you know, I'm tired, I can't sleep well, I don't get up early. And then I just cram in like a 30 minute work, you know, wait session that helps me feel at least I got something done and I can give it my all because I'm here at home. I don't have to worry about traveling somewhere. So it changes, 
you know, are, it all changes. Um, but what, so overall, I know that your business is, you're coaching people on how women, especially on how to run successful businesses. How has incorporating this routine back into your life helped in your business? Cause that's ultimately, you know, if one of your goals like mine is, you know, is business, like how, how, how has it helped and make your business more successful? I think it's just that clear headedness that I'm able to kind of work better with my clients when I'm working one-on-one. I also feel more creative um, and just more inspired in what I'm going to create new content about as well as, you know, podcast episodes or new products that are going to work well. Um, I just think that it's less brain fog. It's more focused on where I'm trying to go and why I'm trying to do that. And I think that you know, you came on to my podcast, actually, it's coming out in September. And we talked about healthy habits. And we talked about that whole idea that, you know, there's uh, highly successful people, they normally have some sort of habits in place, because it does kind of bring that sort of consistency to their day and to their mind. Um, and that's my way, you know, I know that you meditate and you do yoga. Um, I have tried and yoga is not one of my favorite things. I need to, I need to be covered in sweat. Like it's just the, my DNA playing basketball, like you're covered in sweat. So if you didn't, you're not, I'm not covered. I feel like I didn't work hard enough. Um, so these kind of like workouts, you know, work really well for me to kind of have that. Yes, I did it. (laughs) I'm disgusting. (laughs) Well, and you also, um, back to the disgusting in a second, but you also, when you feel it's almost like you also in business, I feel like, like we talked about actually on your podcast is that when we have the success, we get these happy, you know, neurotransmitters that help us feel better. And when you're feeling better, it's going to spill over into other ways. So the fact that you have been successful into integrating, not just the, you know, the effects of the workout, but just the, the, um, specific success of doing a workout to start your day helps you on a positive note, start your day. Right. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you're starting your day on an up versus like, and like you said, the mornings are crazy. I get this. I know like you have the girls, I have the boys, but either way, you know, like trying to get socks on Leo glasses on Leo, do his hair, make him eat breakfast as he's like literally running out the door is a ball of frustration. And being able to have something positive <laughs> to start your day that you are successful in is so important. Yes. No, I could not agree more. Well, this has been awesome. I really hope that everyone listening, um, whether you are a college athlete or you've never moved a day in your life, like realize that, you know, it is possible to create a habit around exercise, around movement and the benefits it can be. And whether you're a business owner, whether you're a mom, whether you're single and just trying to live your life one day at a time, especially right now. Um, But I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. And I appreciate all of you that are listening. Um, Thank you so much for being here. If you love the podcast, which I hope you do, please leave a rate and review. It helps so much with um, getting my podcast out there, which means more guests can come on um, and which means I can give you more information. And uh, I'm really excited for you to join me next time where we talk about um, gluten-free and that is a big thing I wanna talk about for a long time. So I'm having a guest on a nutritionist that's gonna help talk about that. Thanks everyone for being here.